It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon, welcome to the Rendezvous. Simon, c'est Simon in French, because that's where I'm from. Talking about Paris, uh, I haven't been there in two years. That's where I was born, that's where I was raised, that's where I've learned everything in my life until I arrived in the States at the age of 28. <laughs> Long time ago. But I just want to know, curious, have you been to Paris before? And I'm going to put that on my social media. I just, I'm just curious, how many of you have been to Paris? Let's see what happens. It will be on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. Let's see if Paris um, is still, like for me, an important city that you have visited. Back to you and your questions, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rose. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rose. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So I've been trying the online dating thing, which is something I haven't done much of. Um, but mm -hmm. I connected with this one man, and we started chatting for, I would say, up to like two weeks, and I was really enjoying him. We did a few phone calls and some texting, and I uh, finally decided to meet up. And then I was Googling him just to kind of do a little research, and discovered that he had lied about his age and I just uh -huh. now feel strange about meeting him like is he just kind of a liar or is this something more minor that I can overlook I, I don't know uh -huh. um, just so let's let's get the fact so he said he was how old and reality is how old so he said in his profile that he's 34 and he's actually 41 okay and now, how did that make you feel? Like, really, tell me how, when you realized the lie, how did that make you feel? I mean, honestly, the age difference, I mean, I'm 30 years old, so the age difference itself truly doesn't bother me that much. Um, it's okay. more of a lie. It makes me judge his character a little bit. Okay. So, uh, you know why he did it? I assume because he thinks he won't be desirable for people who are younger if he's over 40 That's years old, it. I guess. That's it. Okay. So here's what I would do, because if you like his profile, I would, uh, before you meet, I would say, you know, hey, um, maybe we'll meet for coffee, but I want you to know, I found out, you know, um, your real age, you're 41. Mm. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with the lie. So we're going to put that aside, meet and go from there. Uh, just if you want us to be friends or anything more, don't ever lie to me ever again. And I say that because millions are either sometimes lying about their age, their weight, and their height. Right. But if you disqualify everybody that's done that, uh, it's going to be harder. So I say, as long as he understands, and then when you meet him, your intuition as a woman will ring green or red. Green, he says things, you feel it's cool, good vibe, good to go, you can, you can have another coffee or drink a week or, you know, later. If you feel, during the first date, that there's any creepy vibe or anything else, you never see him again, and that's that. Right, right. I just I like I, that. Yeah, I don't want to be too hard on the age, because women do it too, by the way, weight and height. I say, you know, all that matters is we meet in person, speak the truth, and go from there. Totally. I feel much better about that, going, going to see him having addressed it already. Yes, you have to address it. No room for unspoken in online dating. So address that, go meet him, and then see how you feel. Cool, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, and have a good night. You too. Coming up, I am going to go answer Veronica Instagram DM because the man she's like seeing has told her something that confused her, and she needs my help to see clarity, so her DM is next. 
So Veronica sent me a very interesting question through uh, Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. She said, Simon, this man that I've been seeing for a while keeps telling me that I'm going to make some guy very happy one day. So now I'm confused because I like him and it seems he likes me too. So why is he talking about some other guy for the future? I'm confused, please help. Good question. Why would your partner talk about you making some other person happy later? I'm going to tell you what it means coming up next. So what do you think it means if you um, are seeing somebody and everything is going well, but that person tells you quite often that one day, we don't know when, in the future, you'll definitely make somebody else very happy. What does that mean? It means they don't see the future with you. It's the first flag and it's a warning. You have to, uh, you know, translate that as, you know, we're here now and enjoying our time, but don't count on me for the future. It's a twisted way to say, listen, we have no future together, but you're a nice person and you'll make somebody very happy one day. You've been warned. All right, Veronica. So now that you know that, my advice is not to stay with this guy, but find a man that will be happy with you today, tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow. That's my advice. Um, you call that next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jennifer. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jennifer. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So I want to talk to you. I would love your advice. I mm -hmm. am almost 36. And I really want to have kids, and I don't know uh, if that will happen or when that will happen. So, what do you mean by you don't know? So, explain to me the situation more. Like, what what is the biggest you think worry? Uh, well, the biggest worry is that I am single, and I don't know that I have the money to adopt a child. Mm -hmm. And as you might know, women have a certain biological clock, so I feel like I've only got a few more years uh, to mm -hmm. kind of figure everything out. Well, I have some good news for you. Okay. Because uh, a friend of mine um, was in the same situation than you from the age of 30 to the age of 40 until she had a, f a first daughter. So um, I understand the worry. I understand the clock. I respect that very much and how, you know, like you said, you're, but, but you're only 36, so you still have a good four or five years, um, number one. Number two is you, you're single because of the pandemic, you're single because you broke up with your last boyfriend. Tell me why you're single. Um, it, was, it was actually both, the timing of it. I had broken up with my boyfriend just a couple of months before, and then the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah well, that, yeah, that, that, the pandemic stopped everybody. <laughs> There's no more. <laughs> Or very little love going on with new people. Um, but hopefully everybody gets vaccinated and everything else, and then, you know, we'll, we'll be able to date again. So, so I, I just say that, you know, that who doesn't dare doesn't live. Uh, and so you've got to believe in the universe power. I, I believe in so, you know, it's like uh, I believe that what's meant to be will happen. So sooner or later, you will meet a good guy. And you're only 36, so I, I would like to give you a message of hope and, and peace that really, really, Jennifer, not to worry that by summer, they say America will be, you know, almost ready to mingle and all that. And then after that, listen, it's on. So don't despair. Okay. All right. By okay. summer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, really, I, I, I think yeah. that 
listen, we all frustrated. I've been in my house with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, alone for 18 months. And I, don't, I don't even know what day it is anymore. And I haven't dated anybody either. But I feel all of us who are grateful to be in, and miraculously in good health and alive compared to all the others we've lost, sadly, we have to look at life and say, okay, we made it, we survived it, now we're going to love it. Mm-hmm. And it's coming up soon, okay? Yeah, I love that. Really lovely advice. Thank you so much, Simon. You are most welcome. Keep the faith, and in French, la joie de vivre, the joy of life. Thank you so much. Yes, have a good night. Thank you for calling. Coming up, I am going to go listen to a voicemail because my producer Jill says somebody needs help. So the voicemail is next. So please remember that you are never alone with a relationship issue or problem. I'm here. All you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll play it on air so that you're aware and uh, you'll get to listen to it just like I'm going to do for Jessica's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Jessica. I have a girlfriend, and she is always late for everything. I mean everything. Even if I give her plenty of notice, like two weeks' notice, um, I set up this dinner party, we made reservations, and I even offered to pick her up. And she wasn't ready until 8 o'clock, and our reservations were at 7. This is how late she is all the time. It's really inconsiderate. It's frustrating. And I love her, but also... I can't stand that she's doing this all the time. Thank you so much. I can't wait to hear your advice. Jessica, thank you very much for your voicemail. What should you do if your partner is late for everything? (laughs) I'll tell you my solution coming up next. What should you do if you date somebody who's always late for everything? Everything. They can never be on time. We have two solutions. A, you can ignore it if it doesn't get on your nerves, or like me, you can put a stop to all that and express that being on time is a sign of love. It's a sign of friendship. It's a sign of respect. And if you don't respect that, then there is no love. Being late is an expression of an anxiety. I know that from my therapist, but the person gets, goes to your shrink and help themselves. So you have to put a stop into that and say how you feel about it. And then you say, that's the way it's going to go. Or we're not going to be together if it gets on your nerves. You've got to put a stop sign. It's like, you know, when kids are having a fuss, what do you do? Time out. Works. That's all you need. Time out. Go to your room. Your partner is late all the time. Go to your room or go back to your apartment or go, go back to, you, to, you, to your mom, wherever. <laughs> time out. And then the person starts thinking about the right and wrong. That's what I would do. I hope that helps. Jessica, you call the next. Bonjour, Donna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Donna. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? Well, I've been dating someone new. It's going well. It's been six months. But he talks about his ex-girlfriend so much. I know more about her than him. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do if I should dump him. I see. Um, Why would you stay with a man who talks about his ex all the time? Is there any good reason? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's why I want to know what you think. I I don't understand it. Like, I even know her favorite ice cream flavor. It's just too much. He's clearly not over her. Definitely not. You are, you know, it's like uh, you're the rebound partner. And um, my advice is exactly what you would tell your best girlfriend. 
bye-bye, hasta la vista, au revoir, hasta, you know, it's, it's, it, enough is enough. That's what I would do because you're right and you know it. He's not over her at all. He's thinking about her when he's uh, hula-la with you even. <laughs> well, he did say he did say her name once exactly. That was yeah, 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 yeah. So no, so really, <laughs> since you're not a victim, it's a matter of time. You pick the time when because if he entertains you during the pandemic, it's not a bad thing. You know, there's no future. You have a little fun, little flirty thing. You can keep him until the pandemic is definitely over. Why not? After all, it's maybe best to have a little ulala, a little romance, just for a couple right. more months before you yeah. end the thing. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Thank you so much, Simon. Donna, thank you so much and have a good night. You too. You know what? When do you think is the right time to date again after you've had a bad breakup? Let's talk about that next. When do you think it's time to date again after a bad breakup? You know, like after really a... Um, you, you know, maybe you, somebody dumped you or... You know, you, you're still sad and, and it was a meaningful relationship or marriage. When is it time, in all fairness, to date somebody new and give them a chance? Um, because that question is, is, is huge. We've all, you know, at one point had to experience this. You know, you got your heart broken and then somebody comes in, somebody likes you. And then you ask yourself, yes, of course, I can enjoy the person but it's a rebound person, it's not a future person, it's, it's just here and now, should I do it, should I not? So when it comes to that famous question, when should you date somebody else after a bad breakup? Stay with me, I'll tell you exactly what I think. So what is the answer to that question? When should you start dating again after a bad breakup? Well, here is my go-to test. If you think about the person, dream about the person, want to talk about the person more than once a day, you're not ready to date anybody. You're going to hurt somebody. Uh, the test really that I've learned is if you really want to talk about your ex, you're not ready to move on. That's like my go-to always. And that's why I say talk to a therapist. If after six months to a year, you still want to talk about it with everybody, then you're not healed yet. You need time. And my advice is not to date. Uh, you're going to hurt somebody else, or you're going to be very upfront and say it's friend with benefits, then okay. Uh, but we got to be honest and not date until we're ready to give it a chance. That's what I've learned after all my own mistakes. Don't do like me, do better than me, please. And wait to be ready. You call the next. Bonjour, Dan. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Dan. So, uh, I should say congratulations. You've got engaged a little while ago. Tell me where and what happened. Uh, yes. So, uh, actually, before the pandemic hit uh, in December of uh, 2019, we, uh, my uh, fiancé and I, uh, we took a, uh, a uh, trip to France. And uh, yep. she, uh, she studied there uh, for a bit uh, abroad. And we actually went to Dijon. Um, oh, Dijon, yes. Yeah, because it's where she, she, that's where she studied and lived uh, for a little bit. And we went mm -hmm. to this lovely, uh, there's a lovely park there, because uh, she lived in this woman's house that looked over this hill, over this park. Uh, so, you know, we went to the park, and she's like, oh, I lived over there in this house. And, and then we were sitting under a tree, and, and she was like, oh, I want to take a, take a nap. So we took a nap under the tree. Of course, I didn't sleep, because I knew what, I, what was about to happen. So when yeah. we woke up, uh, that's when I pulled the ring uh, out of my pocket and uh, in this very secluded little park by a lake in, in Dijon, France, I asked my wife to marry me. 
And, and by the way, Dijon is the place of Dijon mustard. That's where the Dijon mustard is made. And so if you yeah. don't know where Dijon is, at least you probably know that Dijon is the town where you buy Dijon mustard at the grocery store. How did that make you feel, this proposal? I mean, it was a, it was a lot of planning <laughs> before, uh, but I, I had a little butterflies, but I kind of was pretty sure about her answer. It just it made me feel uh, that our love was uh, just so strong. It just made me feel so uh, affirmed. Yes, yes. I understand. Listen, thank you so much and congratulations, Dan. I'm happy for you and your wife. And I'm very happy being from France that you, you proposed back in Dijon, the city of mustard and the wonderful city that I've been to. So thank you for sharing that story and have a good night. Okay, thank you, Simon. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? Do you think so or not? We'll talk about that next. Do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? You've heard that before. You've all heard it. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Do you think so or not? So I posted that on my social media, and thank you for voting massively, at Rendezvous Radio. Very easy. Please follow me, at Rendezvous Radio. 48% of you said yes, I think once a cheater, always a cheater. 52% of you said no, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so either. I think people change. I think sequences of life change from the age of... 16 or 18 to, to 60, 70 or 80. And I think we evolve. So no, I don't think so. But thank you so much for voting and merci beaucoup for spending the evening with me. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.